You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 359. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. Today, I want to get really, really real with you. Now, I know that I'm real with you in every episode, but I really want us to think about buffering today and think about it in our own lives. Buffering from our emotions, and buffering is a term that I have stolen or borrowed from life coach Brooke Castillo. She talks about it regularly on her podcast, and I really like the term and the idea surrounding it. So buffering is when we use other things to buffer us from having to feel our emotions. Now, if you've been listening to the other episodes from this week's theme, you know that we are all about emotional self-care, which means we have to have and feel our emotions to be able to take care of ourselves, not buffer from them. So today I want to dive into, like I said, that deep dive, getting really real and talk about the different types of buffering. So now the first ones are like probably the most obvious. And I think that we all have some, some degree of knowledge about these two types of buffering, maybe three, right? So the first one is drugs, right? Not everybody does drugs. We've all been told that they can be bad for us, et cetera, et cetera. But in its extreme sense, someone addicted to drugs usually has a lot of emotional pain and a lot of pain that they don't want to feel, a lot of emotions that they're trying to buffer from, trying to block from, trying to numb out from. So that's in the most extreme case, right? Now, not, I guess, recreational drug use. Uh, that's not my place, right? I'm not going to tell you what to do and not to do. Uh, but recreational drug use or full-on drug addict use, those can be buffering techniques, but most of us have been told our whole life, I don't know about you, this is going to totally age me, but I've been through the D.A.R.E. program and in elementary. And so my whole life, I've been told that drugs are bad. So that is not my buffering technique of choice. And I think it's not the buffering technique of choice for a lot of us because it's been stigmatized that that's not what we should be doing to buffer our emotions. It's not taught to us that we're buffering, we're doing it to buffer our emotions, but we're taught that it's bad right? That's the like extremist case. The next level of that is, it's kind of a toss up. I'm going to go with smoking, right? If you know someone or you've ever been in a position where you're smoking a couple packs a day, yes, it's an addiction. It's gotten to that point, but it's also an addiction because you are trying to suppress those emotions, right? It's an addiction because you are unable to feel those emotions. You don't want to feel those emotions. So you continue to smoke to give yourself that hit of dopamine and not have to feel those emotions. Now, smoking, similar to, to doing drugs, many of us have been told that we probably shouldn't be doing that, right? It's at a much lower level, but many of us have been told we probably shouldn't be smoking. Now we're told, again, just like drugs, all the health 
all the health reasons and the societal reasons, but we're not really told that it can help us in our emotional self-care, right? These are things that we're buffering with and not really taking a hard look at our self-care and our emotions and being our best selves by embracing the negative emotions. Now, the third most popular or most well-known, I should say, because not everyone is doing drugs, not everyone is smoking, and not everyone is doing this third one, but that's drinking, right? Over drinking. Now, again, I'm not saying do or don't do these. That's not my place. That's your prerogative. My personal opinion is not to because this is all about not buffering. But if you do these things, just start taking a look at are you blocking and buffering emotions? When you're stressed out or something negative happens, are you going immediately to drinking? Are you going immediately to smoking? Are you going immediately to drug use? Maybe all three, right? But drinking is one of those that's more societally acceptable. Say that five times fast. So more societally acceptable, (laughs) but... It still is something that when used in a overusage or an extreme case can turn to like alcoholism, which usually in a similar set of the drug use side can be a representation of not wanting to feel negative emotions, wanting to feel numb and wanting to not really be present in what's going on. Now, this is gross overgeneralization. If you or someone you know is a recovering alcoholic, recovering drug addict, uh, has given up smoking, I'm sure there's a million other reasons. But I am seeing that the emotional buffering from these is a key component of not addressing our emotions and not addressing emotional self-care. So those are the three most well-known versions of buffering, although you probably have never thought of them as buffering techniques, right? They're, They're our own internal way of not feeling emotions through external sources. Now, here's the other piece of this. There's a couple more that are much more widely accepted. And these are the ones that I think we've all done at some point. You may have not ever done drugs, may have not ever smoked, you may have never drank, right? Those are kind of in flux. But I'm willing to bet that at some point you have overeaten due to emotional distress. I'm willing to bet that at some point you've binged watched a Netflix show. I'm also willing to bet that at some point, if you have social media, you have scrolled through social media for a very long amount of time as a form to not feel your emotions. So anytime that you've had a bad day at work and you come home and you're like, man, I just, I just have to decompress. I've got to turn on some TV. It's not really decompressing. It's buffering. It's you've had a stressful day. Maybe it was sad. Maybe it was upsetting. Maybe you're angry. And instead of focusing on fixing or not fixing, instead of focusing on sitting in those emotions, accepting them and then being able to move through them and be refreshed for the next day, we instead come home and say, I've just got to decompress. And we sit down in front of TV and we kill four hours. And so we're overwatching. Same thing with eating, right? I have a stressful day. I want sugar. I want my tub of frosting. And that's when I know that it's an emotional overeat, not a actual craving. And the biggest thing with this is the word over. Buffering usually is done in the overdose of something, the overuse of drugs, the overuse of smoking, the over drinking, the overeating, the overwatching Netflix, the over scrolling through social media. That's the other one. How many times have you been just about to go to bed, which is kind of when we're at our most vulnerable, emotionally speaking, 
because we're now settling down and our body and our brain are like, okay, well, we're ready for bed, but we had a lot of emotions today that we need to work through. So they start to come up. And what do you do? You get on your phone and you start scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever your social media platform of choices. Maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's Reddit. And you start scrolling through. You start distracting your brain from all the things that you need to focus on and you start focusing on cat videos and political videos and all these other things to take your brain from worrying and focusing on working through these emotions, which you know you need to do subconsciously. And you're like, nope, nope, that's uncomfortable. Don't like dealing with those. And we go to a buffering technique. So those are like the top six. Like I said, I don't think a ton of us, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think a ton of us have used drugs for buffering. Some of us may have used smoking for buffering or drinking for buffering, but those are the three that in society we've been told we probably shouldn't do for health reasons and everything else, but have not been focused on the emotional awareness reasons. But like I said, willing to bet you've scrolled through social media, uh, over scrolled, right? An excessive, excessive amount of time that you've watched and binged on TV shows or movies for an excessive amount of time, trying to take the focus off of what you're really going through. Or you have overeaten. Those are the big three. So I highlight those today because I want you to be aware and start paying attention to when you do these things. Is it because you don't want to feel your emotions or because you thoroughly enjoy things? Or maybe it's both, right? You enjoy this, but you enjoy it because it gets you away and it's an escape from your emotions. You can buffer them. And of course, the thought being, once we can identify our buffers, now we can give time for ourselves and times for our feelings to be validated, which we'll be all about, which we'll be talking all about in tomorrow's episode. So that said, have a wonderful day. Take a look at your buffering techniques and see what is really going on. And if you are buffering, and if it's any of those six, or maybe you have another one, and if you do, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you thought of this episode, what you think of the buffering techniques, or if you have another buffering technique that I didn't even think about. So you can find me at happinessabound.com, happinessbound blog on Facebook, and happiness underscore bound on Instagram. Also, if you like this episode, feel free to leave a review at happinessabound blog on Facebook or under happinessabound on Apple Podcasts. So that said, have a wonderful day. Don't buffer, and above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. <music>